0: This podcast is sponsored by Dan's Hunting Gear. Located here locally in the hills of Sugar Creek, Ohio, right off of Route 93. Dan's is our go-to for all hunting needs. Anything from clothing, game calls, trapping equipment, even the newest technology for our dogs. If you're going off the beaten path, you have to get to Dan's and get some of their briar-proof gear. All of Dan's products are handmade by 40 local Amish Every piece is produced entirely by the same person, which allows for top-notch in quality. We at Triple Tier are always decked out in Dan's briarproof hunting gear. It is a must have for all upland, waterfowl, and big game hunting. Dan's gear is perfectly suited for even the worst conditions. Dan's hunting gear always holds true. So, stop into Dan's hunting gear at Sugar Creek or go to DansHuntingGear.com to find a dealer near you. Tell them we sent you. All right, guys. Hey, welcome back to Triple T Outdoors Podcast. I'm your host Tyler. I'm Tyson. I'm Tucker, and today we have a very special guest. Um You've probably heard us talk to talk about him multiple times on all the other episodes. Um I was told to refer to him as the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Elliot Peters. How are we doing,
1: Elliot? Good. Good to be here.
0: I had to throw that in there, so it wasn't my idea. You kind of planted that one.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I in.
0: So, um, welcome to the podcast. I We have you on here because we want to talk about uh, Houndsman, Now, this is going to be a pretty uh, extensive houndsman episode, strictly an idea of Tyson's. So, um, we're going to talk a lot about dogs and all things hunting around dogs. Um, but before that, let's get into a little recap of what we've done in the last couple weeks. Tyson, what about you?
2: Well, uh, I didn't do, I didn't get to go and hunt anything. I just, uh it's just been the same old, same old for me, trained dogs and and guide pheasant hunts.
3: How about you, Tucker? I did some uh, goose waterfowl hunting on my pond. We ended up killing uh, three geese and one mallard. Wasn't as good as a day as I was hoping, but better than being skunked. What about you, Tyler?
0: Well, I mean, I did that uh, <clears throat> that one hunt with you guys. Uh, what was it? Uh, two weeks ago now? It was probably the Saturday yep. after we recorded last. Yep. Uh, we didn't we got kind of skunked but it was probably my fault why we got skunked
3: you fired your gun so yeah. i was not in a blind so i, I had was to not, clean the gun, not to blame but, for that yeah. miss
0: uh, another rookie mistake i think we talked about last time i pulled I pulled up too early um it was completely my fault but other than that haven't really got a chance to do anything been a crazy busy week for me um driving some truck yeah my truck's been my semi has been breaking down like every week and I'm in a different truck and jumping trucks and time frame along with weather has been an issue. So it's been uh, been kind of annoying for me. Hmm.
2: Yeah. How about you, Elliot? Did you get to hunt anything? No.
0: I had kids all week and I didn't get an opportunity to go. We're just a bunch of uh losers.
3: <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> <laughs> well you don't hey, I, cut I you I in? hunted. <laughs> I'm not a loser.
0: Did you kill anything?
3: Yeah, three yeah, keys three and geese. a drake.
1: Yeah, I'm you out. just t- you just said that. My bad.
3: It's all right. Don't <laughs> let it happen again, though. That's How
1: cool. many were missed in there? Any?
3: Uh, we had there was it was we missed more than what we probably should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there <it> was. Like, <laughs> we uh... had a lot of green shooters in in the blind. <laughs> I tell you, but uh, there was seven of us total in the blind. We had two a frames butted up together, and it was brushed in. You couldn't tell we were even there. It was awesome. It was like a little house. You could probably raise a family in there. I'm pretty sure.
1: <laughs> But uh, Did you guys see a lot of action? No, no, we
3: didn't see, we seen a lot of ducks early in the morning, but never, they never, there was like 30 gadwall, and they just never did it. And you think they, it was
0: the same gadwall that were there that
3: week before? Probably, probably. But uh, yeah, they had, we had, I think we had seven geese come in, and we killed three of them.
0: I seen like early on in the morning, there was, uh, I was down at your mom and dad's, and there was, there's a whole like maybe five or six of them flying. It looked like they were going from your pond.
3: From my pond in the morning.
0: Yeah, it was pretty early. Oh man, I, I was probably the hunts had left, so it was after eight o'clock or after nine o'clock. So, hmm. what day was this? This was Saturday. I was hunting them. It yeah, it's probably five of them. It looked like they were turning back around for maybe not.
3: Maybe we busted into them and we probably did. Maybe there was eight of them. We killed three and five flew back. Yeah, maybe.
2: So anyway, this is a houndsman episode. <laughs> we're recapping, it. We're
0: us. recapping. We were digging there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so this is a houndsman episode. This my my uh, idea to uh, so uh, focus on one. Have a uh, guest houndsman and focus on one kind of hunting at a time. So this this episode's about rabbit hunting and beagles. Maybe next time we'll do a coon hunting or whoever we can find. So uh, we're going to focus on... Um, uh, you know, so beagles mainly. So, Elliot, do you? Re- Let's take it from the top. Yeah, Elliot, he's our guest. He's the he's a guy. So, do you remember your first beagle dog? I do. Or you know, when you got you know when, when you I got, got hooked when I got
1: hooked on on just the general idea of rabbit dogs, uh, I was little. Um, how old? I I can remember. It was your dad. He had had two dogs at at the time. He had called Cooter and Jesse. And I, to be honest with you, I can't remember if he had graduated and was back this season or if it was his senior year. And he would have graduated in 85 and I was born in 81. So I would imagine it possibly would have been the, the year after he had graduated and was back from college. So I would have been right around five. And, uh, he was wanting to go, or he was going to go out back on the on the on the back forty, and I, I was bound and determined to go, and uh, of course I was told I was too little, and uh, I waited for them to skate out, and from the back door I could hear I could hear dogs running, and uh, it was just it intrigued me, and uh, I escaped, and I, <laughs> I I did I escaped, and uh, I followed the the voice of those hounds, and I ended up. Just uh, eight hundred runs back through the the, the back of uh, mom and dad's property, and there's an old uh, sandstone bridge at uh, cro- that goes you know the creek there underneath eight hundred and old uh, eight hundred old eight hundred yeah, yeah old eight hundred which is yeah it's several hundred yards from the house there, and uh, I hid underneath that bridge until uh, I couldn't take it anymore, and then I ended up sneaking down along the eight hundred and the creek bank there. And popped out, and your dad found me, and uh, there I was standing right at the at the field's edge in the road where the road went into the field, and well, uh, he he started giving me a good tongue lashing. And, yeah,
2: I bet. Cause uh, yeah, I know I you're li- I know you're little, but I, I mean little. that's not good to be sneaking no, around out no, there while it, people are right hunting.
1: Right. <clears throat> but I sat there and listened to those dogs till I couldn't take it anymore, and then I moved. And uh, when he found me. Uh, he started giving me heck, and uh, to divert, <laughs> to divert getting the tongue lashing, I had told him that a rabbit, that I had saw the rabbit, which I didn't <laughs> at all, <laughs> but but the dogs had broke down, and they weren't running, and uh, at the time, I, I used, you know, the phrase tally-ho to get my dog's attention to, to get them on a track that I a jump that I, you know, I'd seen a rabbit, and it gets them focused on that area. But he would use a, a term, he would say, "yikikya," yeah. and uh, he had gotten those dogs over there with that, and I'll uh, be darn! they took off, and they went <laughs> down that fence line, <laughs> and then they made a 90 right down the other fence line, and uh, that rabbit popped out on the corner, and I, I do remember him shooting at it, and I don't know if they got it at the time. But my lie was actually right. You <laughs> <She> just <laughs> wished a rabbit I, into existence. <laughs> I, I, I did. I did. <laughs> and then, and then I was. I was sent back to the house. Uh, that was probably my first experience with a rabbit dog. Now, prior to that, my mom's brother Larry Patterson had really a an all purpose dog, and to me, thinking back, it reminded me of. A border collie, blue heeler, blue tick kind of coonhound.
3: I've heard many. Yeah, I was, was just that? gonna say I've heard, heard dog's Shotzi.
1: Shotzi. Shotzi. I've heard a lot. Name
3: Shotzi. Shotzi. I've heard lots of stories
2: about this dog from of of my dad.
1: And she had, she always laid on the register in uh, grandma's uh, kitchen, and she, and she was a pretty laid back dog. And uh, one of my first experiences with a hunting dog was with her. And we went out to Clark Farm in Rush, and the first thing she she had done with me was she treated a groundhog, and Uncle Larry, he shot it, didn't think much of it, and there was several occasions where I that I can remember quite well. Um, the first thing was a groundhog, and the next thing that he had hunted with her was squirrel, and. He would rub Shotzi's ears and talk to her and when we got out there and he said, Let's hunt some squirrel. And Shotzi treat squirrel. She didn't treat groundhog, she'd treat squirrel that day. And then another occasion we went out and he said, Let's run some rabbits. And he'd rub her ears and rub, you know, rub on her and well, she'd run rabbits. She wouldn't treat groundhog, she wouldn't treat squirrel, she'd run rabbits. Another time we went out and flushed grouse with her and she didn't she didn't tree squirrels she didn't run rabbits and she didn't tree groundhog. That's, she flushed grounds she that's was hard a, to believe she was an all-purpose yeah. multi-purpose dog it's kind of an unbelievable story I it, and, and, and it's a 300 dream right there it's and,
2: kind of like a in today's world that's kind of a trash dog I mean you well, know, well, yeah, yeah
1: that right but at that time in the early 80s late 70s you were food hunting she right yeah. she was a, a dog for food yeah and that's how they would get by and and they would eat what they could harvest, and she was a multi-purpose dog, and 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 I can remember Uncle Larry even bringing coon home at night, hmm. and and the next morning having carcasses out on the front porch, and and she was truly a multi-purpose dog, and she did what he wanted her to do, and uh, I can remember being in kindergarten. That was the last that that I had seen her, and I showed up at the house and showed Grandma I could learn how to write my name. And uh, Shotzi wasn't there. And uh, I had asked Uncle Larry where she was, and he said she went for a walk. And I said, Well, when will she be back? And he said, Well, she won't be back. Well, she went up on the hill, he said. And, well, she had passed away. And that was the last that I can remember of Shotzi. And hmm. and she was a multi purpose dog. Hmm. And that, that was my first experience with a you know, hunting dog. But as far as rabbit hound goes, was with your dad, Matt, my brother.
2: Do you remember the first dog that you got? The first dog that I, yes, I do. The beagle dog.
1: Yes. So your dad had a Cooter and Jesse, and then he had, he named them all after the Dukes of Hazards. <laughs> he had Cooter and Jesse. like Luke, <laughs> Daisy, and Enos. Well, Daisy was a little female. I mean, she was probably 11, 12-inch dog. She was just wee tiny. And he had bred her to one of those males. And... uh It was right after they had bought that, where you guys, where they currently reside now. And uh, I can remember she had at least five, maybe six. And she was so small, she was having trouble having those pups. And uh, your mom had loaded me and her and the pups up, and we were headed to the vet to to make sure she didn't need a C-section for the last pup or two. Well, on the way there, I believe, I can recall that she had, by that time I was 10, 10 or 11, I think. And, uh, well, long story short, she ended up not having enough milk supply. And day by day, one or two would die to where she finally got down to one pup. And your mom said that she couldn't provide any milk, that if I wanted a bottle feed her and raise her, that I could have her. And that was... How old would I have been? Because
2: I think I remember, I had seen would- old pictures.
1: Of me holding a little puppy. Well, you're, and, well, you're what, thirty one now? Uh, you'd yeah, be, almost. You, yeah. you'd be thirty one. You would have. You would have just been within a year or so. Of, what? I, I, of being one year old. Yeah, you would have been a year at most.
2: I think I remember stories and seeing pictures of me holding this puppy, and I think I.
1: Yes, and called it lucky. Yeah, lucky. Yeah, you you didn't. I mean, I don't remember. Yeah, I I would remember yeah Yeah, and I was gonna tell you that was I was gonna tell you next was I ended up naming her Lucky because she was the only pup that lived out of that litter, and yeah, uh, you know, ten, eleven years old, you have all the time in the world, and uh, probably, I raised her.
3: Probably the best dog you ever. That's how it. Usually I tell you works. what,
1: I, I I I spent a lot of time with her as a young dog, as a young puppy, and uh, at the time, Jason Edwards had got a beagle too a little blue tick um, and he called him pepper and I had lucky and it was kind of like a competition between the two of us as far as they were relatively close in age and uh, it was a competition of who's who was going to run first and uh, mom had told me stories that you know dad had your grandpa had had a beagle and it was running at you know so many weeks or so many months and you know I was bound and determined to get her running before before that. That time come up. And uh I ended up getting her getting her running and she was young. Um I, I believe it was before she was, you know, six months old. She might have been four or five months old. She was pretty young. And uh matter of fact, she her first rabbit she run was where I had said that I had originally seen that rabbit cross, the very first rabbit that huh. that I fibbed about. And uh Huh. She ended up being a, a fairly decent dog, considering her age and the time that she had had, um, she kept getting out. once she had once she had figured out what she was doing and what her purpose was, she was she had a lot of a lot of heart and she was getting out of the kennel that I had had her in. and uh, sad story. she I ended up having to chain her up in the kennel and she paced around in circles and that chain binded up and she ended up hanging herself and that was my first dog. It was it was heartbreak. It, you know, 10, 11 years old. I, she was I, only 10 months old. She didn't even make a year yet.
3: I thought you were going to say I got hit by a car because no. you're right there. Along uh, the way.
1: Yeah, I either. nope, nope. it was unfortunate. And I walked around the, the, the back of the garage and seen her hang, and I, I knew. And it was a pouring down rainstorm. And, of course, I cried and sobbed like a little baby and buried her in the middle of a hellacious rainstorm. <laughs> <laughs> but that was my very first dog. And then I, I, I <clears> took a, a few years before I had gotten another one. So, that was my my start in the hounds there. Hmm. My first dog, Lucky.
3: So, how many dogs, what's the most dogs you ever had at one time? Yeah, that was one of my questions. On- <laughs> 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 I refuse
1: to look at the questions. Well, I don't want to well, manufacture my own questions. We're skipping ahead. From that point, my next dog was a dog that I had got when I was, I had just turned 16, and I was able to drive, and I... Purchased her off of a lady by the name of Gloria Trastorf, And from then, it, it there was a, a period where I had run her hard. I would shoot several hundred rabbits a year. And, uh, and not by choice, but as much as I run this little dog. Her name was Jewel. She got pretty good. And uh, I had hunted her all through high school. And then about two years into college... And then my first year into college, I had an, I'd acquired another a male pup. And up to that point, i had only had Lucky and Jewel. And uh, the first year of college, she was getting some age on her. And, and the young pup that I had had coming up was a lot. She was a 13-inch dog. And this other dog I had acquired was a 15-inch male. And he was young. And he was he was pretty much running her into the ground and she was, she was kind of reaching the edge of her, you know, prime. And I ended up selling her and I kept Brady. Uh, and I would say Brady was probably five or so before I started acquiring more dogs. And I had reached a point where I was hunting and running enough where the dogs were like any good tool. They were wearing out pretty quick as much as I was hunting. And, uh, it just wasn't fair to them, and I had acquired from that Brady dog knowledge of a of a bloodline called Northway, and uh, it was established by a gentleman named Paul Kimmorney out of New York, and he had line bred him and, and had a lot of success with them, and the heart and the drive and the determination they had was was impressive, and and Brady was from the same family, but not directly. He had some Northway blood in him, but he had was line bred on a Dingus McCrae dog and he had a heart as big as an elephant. There was no quit in him. He didn't he didn't uh not he wouldn't screaming fast or anything, but he he just had a lot of heart and grit and determination. He 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 wasn't gonna stop. And uh I'd tra- that was when I became interested in bloodlines. And I'd looked back and and uh got his his pedigree and started looking into him and he had, had some Northway blood. And then he had Dengus McRae. Well, Dengus McRae follows back to a dog called Mount Zion Pete and Homer Larmé had had him and they had line bred him and it was the same blood as the Northway dogs that Paul Camorny had had. So it was the same blood but from two different family branches. You know, that one guy had bred line bred Dengus, and then the other guy had line bred his dogs which we were called Northway. And they were infused. So he was he was an outcross to an extent, but the two of them were from the same main dog, Mount Zion Pete. And once I had found out his bloodline, I, I bought a pup directly off of a gentleman named Lynn Perkins out of, uh, Kentucky. Um, it was right around Jenkins, Elkhorn city, I believe is where he's from Jenkins, Kentucky area. And, uh, he this male pup super nice um lost him in an unfortunate accident um and then I had acquired some more i i as well as that male performed at ten months old, he had made that Brady dog look like a fool at times, and Brady was no slouch by any means um probably field wise the most. Oh, I, I, I don't even know the terms to, to explain it to you. Probably the most talented dog that I, that I have been associated with. As far as jumping rabbits, um, he could find you a rabbit in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> he just would come up with them. I mean, do you remember hunting at the Ohio Power with a gentleman named Matt Kramer and Sean Olinger? It was r- real cold, below, it was probably 10, 20 below. Do you do you recall that?
2: I don't remember the day, but I remember hunting. The it day. was in January.
1: I want to say it was. Like, don't ask me why. January eighth or 9th or tenth. It was somewhere in there, and it was cold. And he was the only dog that could run a rabbit. He had a nose. Yeah, I I mean
2: I've seen several days that way.
1: Yeah, the only dog that could that could find a rabbit and not only find it but run it.
2: Yeah, yeah. right. For guy people that don't know, there's different scent conditions. Yeah. But there's, yeah. you know, when there's a, a frosty ground then not all dogs can, you know, yeah. a lot of, a lot of beagles can't really track that well, yeah. or right. Yeah, but right. Brady seemed like he could
1: just... Oh, and it, it didn't matter if it was 110 and, and dry as a bone or if it was minus 20 and dry or wet, he, he had the ability of the nose to run it. But anyways, leading up to the question of how, what's the most dogs I had? So as much as I was hunting... And as often as I was putting those dogs on the ground and, and putting them through really a, a a grind, they were wearing out. I was having six years old dogs that were six years old that you would thought were 10 and 12 because like any good tool, they wear out. And that bloodline that I had acquired North way out of actually from, it was from a gentleman named Dexter Reffitt It was the next guy that Lynn Perkins had dealt with. And, uh, I started getting dogs from both of those gentlemen. And we had had a driver dog wear out. He was six, remember? He, mm-hmm. he, we, we were running him 40 hours a week minimum. David wanted us to put him through the grind. He and, a full-time job, Baron. And we did. We did put him through the grind. And I, it was when I lost him that I realized I had more respect for the, for the line of dogs that I'd had than to do that to him. So slowly I, I acquired more dogs. And that way I was able to rotate them in and out. I would say I had at one point up to 42 hounds, not all running hounds, but they were. there was some in there that I had had for, for seed and for stock that I would use just for blood, you know, to, to reproduce. And um, I would say... F- 42 was probably the most I had ever had at one time.
3: That's a lot of dollars.
1: I may have had more, but at that point, what was it worth to count? (laughs) It it wasn't worth counting.
2: It's kind of like when I went, you took me to... uh Dexter's house in Kentucky. Yes, he. We said, "How many dogs do you have?" And he said, "I, I'm way down, way down, way down, yeah, way down, <laughs> way down. I think I have like forty, maybe 50 Oh, we counted. Uh, I know, and I counted sixty some before I stopped counting. Oh, right. Yeah, he had Se- no idea. Yeah, that was yeah, in
1: the seventies, yeah. <laughs> right? Seventy some dogs.
3: Oh my! And he had no idea. And and I, and I have. may have
1: had more. I just know that when I had gotten rid of these dogs here within the last year, I had forty two at that time. Yeah. It, Have I you, had more? Yeah. You get addicted to it. Y- you, you do. And it wasn't... When you run as much as, as I was at that time, you see what you put those dogs through, and they give you their all. And you hate to show them any kind of disrespect and... Run' them to death, oh they will and they will they will, will. And, they will and, and, run themselves to and death they will run themselves to death and and no quit they will they would rather die before they quit and and I experienced that, and it that's what spurred me into having a higher number of dogs for the simple fact that I could rotate them I would typically run six at a time, so I could run you know six this day, six another day, six you know I, I would rotate them in and out. And at the end of the week, I I would still have some fresh dogs, but I was still doing them justice to where they were all still getting run. Yeah, so that that's why I had acquired so many, you know, as many as I had.
2: Um, you you've touched on uh like pedigrees and bloodlines and stuff. And uh, well, for people who don't know, what's what is line breeding?
1: Line breeding is you are taking. You now there there's people it's way more knowledgeable in this than what I am. I mean I, I'll give you a brief The best we can. Yeah, the best I can do. <laughs> um I could I could I understand it probably more than I can explain it to you <clears throat> by all means. But line breeding is where you are taking a family of dogs and you are breeding them within each other. Um for example um aunt to nephew, uncle to niece um, first cousin cross, and, and why
2: why do you do that? I mean, well, I'm just
1: I'll explain it for you know, if you have traits and characteristics that you that you see fit, that you want, that you enjoy in a dog, uh, I'll explain it like this: if you have a glass of water and you dump yellow and blue food coloring in it, yellow and blue, you're going to get green every time. Genetics and characteristics. I kind of try to explain it that way to someone who may not have a you know a, any kind of knowledge on it. So whenever you breed you line breed like that you're keeping your genetics and your characteristics within a general area. You're when you breed if you, you know I always looked there was five different things that I would breed for in a hound. And if you're keeping if if you have you know your male and your female and they're within the same family and you, and each of them carry the same traits and characteristics that you like and the genetics if you're crossing those dogs you're not going to get any funny characteristic or trait that you're not aware of. So when you do that, you're you're kind of keeping it in a circle. And you can, I, I mean, I've, I've been able to do it myself, but as Dexter and, and all those guys have, they'll be able to cross a male and a female and tell you what traits and characteristics these pups are going to have. And they'll say, this pup will, you know, he'll have this kind of hunt, he'll have this kind of foot, he'll have this kind of nose, he'll have this kind of control. And they're pretty accurate.
3: Is that the five? What's the five? Yeah, um, I'm starting to say five character. My, my,
1: the way I bred. What do you like? Hunt. Number one is hunt. So drive. Drive. Heart determination. You can make a dog do a lot of things but you cannot give him the hunt and the drive and the determination to do what he is put here on this earth for right kind kind of, like some him.
2: people think that that's uh, i mean uh, people that don't aren't dog people they think that you train them to do that no, you don't you, you breed you, that you, in
1: right you that is a <clears throat> bred trait right. you can't make you can you can shoo a dog off and he'll go hide in the brush but he's not hunting he's not out there doing what he wants to do you know, naturally. That was my number one thing. And if they didn't have it, they didn't stay. I didn't feed them. I learned over the 30 years that I had bred dogs, the bad dog eats just as much as a good dog. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good dog. And I wasn't keeping something that I didn't enjoy watching. So they had to hunt. Foot was the last thing I would bred for. So I'll touch on the on the five. Um, I had hunt was my number one, um, brains, brains did a lot of things. It controlled your, we'll go, we'll start with nose.
3: Okay. Go ahead. ahead. Too too much brain. You can have a dog with too much brain.
1: Yes, you can. And I, and that Brady dog sometimes had had that.
3: If the dog Bert's this way, if, yeah. if a dog can look at you now, now
1: Bert is Tyson's black lab. Yes, yeah, it's yes. a bird dog. Yeah, it's right. a bird, bird
3: dog. If Bert can look at you and you tell him to do something, and he's looking at you and ask you, just look in his eyes and he's asking why.
1: Yeah, why? But, yeah, that's too smart. Yeah. Yeah, it's too smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
3: i've
1: I've seen I've seen Brady, rabbit smarts. They'll know naturally how a rabbit eventually they'll pick up on. Just the running habits of a rabbit, yeah. and he he would cut corners sometimes, but he would cut right. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well,
2: one thing about Brady about being too smart that I uh, can remember is if they'd lose a rabbit for a long time, you'd give them a while to to uh, see if they'd pick it up, and if they don't, you call them back and you move on. Well, <laughs> if what I remember is dogs break down for a long time and. We'd wait and, wait and wait and wait and wait and I'm like, well, they lost this rabbit. Let's call them back and move on. And try to get on another rabbit. <laughs> we yell for the dogs, Whoa, well, let's go, let's go, let's go. And all of a sudden, you'd hear boop, 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 boop. I'm like, oh, okay, they're figuring it out. So we wait for about 10 or 15 minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know, leave. They, don't, <laughs>
2: they don't, they don't, they don't pick it up and keep it going. So you yell for them, and then you hear boop, boop. He figured you out. Yeah, I, it's great. Yes, yes. Yeah, he, he I, knew if he'd bark a couple times, we'd give him more time. And there but, was and there was
1: different barks, too, he'd had. It, called it his bullcrap barking. <laughs> you know, were, yes, that's he, right. We he called bull, it his bullcrap bull barking. Bark. <laughs> that's he, right. I he forgot a about it. We called it that. When he, was, when he was hot on a rabbit, it, he was a good, constant chop. But when he was full of crap, he'd bow, long bark. But if he was driving rabbit, he was, ow, oh, ow, oh, ow, oh, ow, oh, ow, oh, ow. Oh, oh every breath. But if he went, excuse me, if he wanted to stay out there, but generally he would figure it out. Yeah. He had it. Right. He yeah. had enough nose. But
2: That's the example of too Exam- much brain.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, um, hunt and determination was the first thing I'd read for, um, brains, which brains comes into nose and, in, and the know-how or know how or no, when to open your mouth or not to open your mouth. Um, And then I'll go with control. Um, We got hunt, brains, control, um, and then just the ability to gear up and down. You know, there's different sending conditions like you'd mentioned earlier. And then foot. And that all falls in because if you have the hunt and drive, you have the nose, you have the brains to either open your mouth or not open your mouth. You, you know when you, uh, if it's a good you know, high scent day, if you can push a rabbit and you run hard and you have the nose to do that. But if it's a bad day, you better have the brains to slow it down and walk it if you need to. You know, if, if it's good and you can catch a rabbit that day, great, catch it. But if it's a bad day, you better know how to slow down and walk it. You know, and that comes in with your control. And you know, and you have your check work and there's just all different kind of things that, that you're looking at. you're out there there's multiple things that you're looking at in the hound. And and they all kind of jive together. So if you can pay attention and 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 see this dog for his he's hunting, and whenever he he is, you know, on game, that he's doing A, B, C, and D. And and if you can watch those dogs and put all that together and make sure that you know you know sentence good to stay he's pushing a rabbit and he's keeping it between his legs. he's not overrunning the end of it and 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 he is you know giving good mouth on on track and if he overruns runs the end of it and he's snapping back to the point of loss quick and he's keeping his mouth shut while he does it until he finds it, and then he's on again you know you you're looking at multiple things on on one track that you really have to is is a houndsman. If you're pleased with it, then you go with it. I mean, you're not. I'm not feeding your dogs. You know, you're. I'm feeding my dogs, and you're feeding your dogs. You know, it has to be something that you like. Yeah, that's. You know, there's all kinds of different styles of right, dogs. Right. Right. You know, I never, never knock somebody for them having something that you wouldn't have because you know they they enjoy that. And if they enjoy <clears throat> that, then hey, then all more power to
2: them. Um, that kind of reminds me of a time that when I was when you gave me pride and I was so proud of him and liked him so much. And I was just worried about what everybody else, like If everybody yeah. what everybody else liked oh. him too. And I remember, uh, I think it was David from Kentucky. Yeah. He was up here running and I, you know, but after running for a while, I was like, what do you think of my dog? What do you think of my dog? And he said, do you like it? Right. I, said, oh, I love him. Well, that's all matters. That's all matters. Right? <laughs> you know, right. That, uh, that changed my perspective on things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, uh, what's another question I had? What? Go mm-hmm. ahead, Tucker.
3: What weather, say you wake up in the morning, you want to go rabbit hunting. What weather is your, it's we're going to kill some rabbits. That's so. a
0: question from a duck hunter, if I've never heard
3: one. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's <laughs> overcast misty day, right?
1: Um I'll tell you what. Any day out in the woods, no matter what conditions, is better than a day on the couch. And I agree with that, that. That's just how I – but I would say as far as favorite um, that I pro- – I love
3: snow. Personally, I love hunting in snow. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's it's because you the rabbits are easier to see. Um, it's because they uh, uh, run better in snow. No,
1: um, there's oh, there's days on snow that it's great, and there's days on snow that it's just it's terrible. It's like the kind of snow um, if it's a wet snow. Yeah, if it's wet better. snow, ice, dry snow, ice
3: yeah. is probably no good. Yeah, like a little uh, dry powder. Well, here
1: it comes day. down to, for me why I bred the line of dogs I did. I was just because, about to ask this. because they could handle. They were originally a northern bred dog, <clears throat> harehound, so they were. Spread for those cold, dry conditions, and so I love the snow mainly because it was bad conditions, and I wanted to see who had what. I wanted to say, I wanted to see who had the nose, the hunt that was going to hunt all day, in it. if it was going to be freezing cold, if they had ice balls on their toes. Remember Pride? We'd run them at night over there at John Phillips' it was across from Mom and Dad's. Remember the ice balls mm-hmm. on their toes? We'd run hours upon hours. I mean, there was I mean lots of nights where we run just. Long time. And uh, so for me, it would be snow mainly because I wanted to see who had what. They got cold. I didn't care. They they didn't care. They were going to hunt regardless. I wanted to see who was going to have the nose on the good days and the bad days in the snow and who was going to have the brains to either gear up and catch one in some deep snow, which I we've had, or sit down and walk one out and get it around to you to the gun where you can kill it. And to me, it was just, I guess the snow is because I, you could see who was going to shine. You could see who had the, the traits and characteristics that I enjoyed in a dog. Hmm. You know, anybody can run on a good day.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, it takes, it takes a special kind of dog as a whole. And when you can breed a line of dogs that can, that can accomplish running on those bad days, that's, that's not an easy task. And that was something that I enjoyed. There was times where, uh, I mean, the weather was cold, cold. And I would, I'd be loading dogs up and I'd talk to a buddy. Where, what are you doing? I'm going around. Oh, you're crazy. Why would you go out in this? Because I want to see who has what. I want to see what dog is going to show me the traits and characteristics that I like seeing in a, in a no and, and in that bad weather, that's where I'm gonna see it. Do you pick bad weather because it's the best to hunt rabbits or you pick bad weather because um, it's um
0: best for to see what dogs is it more challenging? More for you? challenging okay. to see
1: what dogs are gonna are are gonna have what it takes to, to get the job done. But as well. I, I do enjoy seeing the rabbits a little bit better in the snow. So But like I say, anybody can run on a good day. Yeah. But it's those bad days where that really does it for me what's a go go ahead um
0: so you said you had 42 dogs at one point um what's like uh if you can give advice to somebody out there starting to get uh, into hunting rabbits what would be the number one thing
1: that you advise don't shoot for numbers shoot for quality shoot for a, a quality dog that you that you want the dog that's gonna have the characteristics and traits that you enjoy, um, start out there, go for quality before quantity. I had acquired over you know, I hadn't had dogs for thirty years, and I had quality before I ever got quantity. And it was it wasn't until I got quality that I was able to get you were to use the line breeding and right. Get quantity. quantity. And get you. Right. Right.
3: Um Did you did you Whenever you got more dogs, did you see that your dogs started to get maybe a little less than what you when you started out?
1: Well, I mean, there was occasions where you'd set a dog up and you wouldn't run it. Yeah. And, of course, you know, have you been doing push-ups lately? <laughs> no. I mean, I'm not going to expect you to drop and give me 100 push-ups, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like anything else. I mean...
3: You got to run it. You got to run it
1: good. You are right. You have to have time on the ground and and the experience. I mean, it, it might take Tucker what two weeks. <laughs> to push up? Would you right. have wished that you
3: would have lasted more on
1: quality than quantity? Um, towards the end, when I had more dogs and I you know had a family and stuff, yeah, I do wish that I would that I would have cut back on my my yeah. quantity. You kept it yeah. like 10, twelve yeah. dogs and yeah, you know, a lot less dogs and and kept that that quality up more so but in my in the back of my mind was when I retire which I had had some dogs semen frozen and stuff and in the back of my mind was you know I could set all these dogs up for the next 20 years and breed them and never run another rabbit again and be confident when I retired in 20 years if I wanted to make a cross that those dogs would be able to perform if trained just as well as the dogs had, you know, twenty or thirty years behind. Them. You know, I I've seen dogs that had never run a rabbit in their life be bred and produce some dandies. Hmm. Just you know, wasn't there, there? It what? Right? Because it them. wasn't. It wasn't. It the dog couldn't run a rabbit. The dog wasn't given an opportunity.
3: Didn't have the know how.
1: Didn't have the opportunity or the chance. Yeah, there's wasn't. It was, yeah, know
3: hows yeah. just,
1: uh, yeah, just yeah. It's
2: just right,
1: right.
2: Um. What kind of uh, what kind of rabbits have you hunted with your dogs?
1: Uh, I have been anywhere from Ohio to Kentucky, Tennessee, Mississippi, uh, Missouri. I have I haven't hunted. The only thing that I haven't well, there's several. I've hunted uh, cottontail. and then swamp rabbits down in Monocella, Mississippi. You were on yeah, that hunt. Are huge. Yes, they are n- not your normal rabbit, and they're only like yeah. in a certain How spot along are, the Mississippi River. Right? That's
2: right. I'm surprised you even heard of them because oh, yeah. I didn't when I went to go hunt them.
1: Yeah, they they're they're in southern Kentucky. Um, there's some over Missouri, somewhere there, and then Tennessee, you know, Louisiana, Mississippi, yeah. Alabama. So Arkansas,
2: they they look gone. like a cottontail, but they're they like three times the size. Yes.
1: The, one of the first times I, I, I can't remember if Monticello, Mississippi was my first small rabbit hunter. I believe so, yeah. I, I can't Because remember. I was with you. Yes. And then in southern Kentucky, southwestern Kentucky, man, Cody McGirt ended up going down, and we were on the Tennessee-Kentucky border there, and we were shooting small rabbits. They were weighing eight nine
3: pounds wow.
1: and you think i'm joking i wouldn't and like I lugging them around no <laughs> they you shot your limit you're done you weren't <laughs> yeah. toting them around right. you, you better shoot them quick because you weren't toting around those six seven hours
2: what is and the limit what was the limit i it think was, it was four in in uh mississippi it was six yeah i can't remember <clears throat> so i mean you shoot six of those things you're you're yeah i know we shoot. had a real small female and we held them side by side and took a Ki- picture kiwi yeah kiwi yep it was kiwi it, we it, the pictures. rabbit was as Just big as
1: big as the dog
2: as the dog yeah it was huge. We have pictures. I yeah. I the first one I shot, I picked it up by the back legs and I held it up when, as high it, as I could and the head of it hung in, in my
1: armpit. We have a picture of that too. Yeah, so. It
2: was it was incredible. And they have you, they're
1: I believe they're in the hair. Yeah, that's family. right. Another thing I want to mention. They're in the think, hair family. Yeah, yeah there's right. a, so, a uh, cotton tail. Uh, tail and
2: then, they're in the hair family. So yeah. a cotton tail is born with no hair in its eyes closed. And uh, a swamp rabbit is born with hair in its eyes open.
1: And they're, and they're as soon as they're born, they're free to go. Yeah. I mean, there's no care there by the mother. You know, same way with snowshoe hair. They don't nurse them? No. Really? No, I don't believe so. I don't, yeah, I don't. If, I don't if, if it is, it's brief.
2: It's very short. They
1: have They're yeah.
2: mammal. They have, yeah. to. they have to. Well, they have it's to.
1: not very long. Well, there's no nest. But like you okay. say, they're born with, with hair, hair and eyes open. Eyes open and they're, they're, ready, ready. they're ready to go. Yeah, they may nurse. I'm not sure on the, you know, the science of all that stuff. Ah,
2: uh, okay so you got the we got the cottontail
1: and then the blue there was what well, they call them blue tails down there in mississippi they called them buzz bombs <laughs> <They> were, hillbilly <laughs> rabbits they the, Hillbilly. they called them hillbilly
3: term Hill, i don't know bombs. what they're
1: actually called well, they, they called them hillbillies and then was, I, I believe they're blue tails is what they call and then there was some down in uh kentucky tennessee there too that they referred them to as blue tails they're real darty rabbits
2: yeah, they call it. They, that's how I got my nickname, Gatlin.
1: Yeah, <laughs> from yeah. shooting at those yeah. buzz bombs. Yeah, they, I, I
2: emptied my gun on, on yeah, several they, of them. Well, they
1: cut and they dip and they dive and they dodge. And, and they're a little bit smaller. And, and, yeah, they're small. Oh, okay, and, 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 they are, and they are lightning speed, fast, and they, and they are hard for a dog to run, especially if a dog don't have any brains to either gear up when it's good or slow down when it's bad. rabbits, they
3: need to gear up for them. No, they, no,
2: no, no, no. It is do, slow down so they don't down, lose so the track. Because they're
1: cutting and turning.
2: Right. Okay. So what happens when the rabbit turns real sharp and stuff, they'll overrun it and lose the track. Gotcha. In, so they need to slow down so they don't lose it.
1: Yep. Yep. But I, I've hunted cottontails and then the blue tails and then, uh, and then the, and the small, small rabbits. rabbits. You know, small rabbits, they're a different creature. I don't know if if Tyson's talked to you much about them, Tyler, but they have an extra claw on, the front, on, on their front foot and I believe on the back. Those things. We went down there, and we was hunting with a guy by the name of Brent Lindrum at the time, and uh, he was walking around in water, looking just looking down at the water. Oh,
3: are we hunting ducks here. What? <laughs> you water swatting around. Yeah, I mean, he's,
1: he's like, oh no, you gotta watch these jokers. They hide in the water. He, he put their little nose up against a twig, and he said, "You look for the for the ripples in the water." <laughs> Get the guys, out of his mind. You know? What are you talking about? And uh, well, before long, he had, he hadn't saw and and saw ripples in the water from them, you know, breathing. And he's, oh, where joker is? And he starts picking up sticks and throwing them out in the water. man, this (laughs) lost his mind. Well, he had gotten close enough to that rabbit where it spooked it and up it popped from the water and off it swam in a slough. Wow. And they're just a different creature. I've seen
2: uh, videos of them, too. You wound them or you shoot and wound them and they'll crawl up a hollow tree. Tree, yeah,
1: and and those cypress trees. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had had a nice storm, you know, a year or two prior to us being down there. And there was a bunch of treetops over, and he's going around shaking trees. What are we doing now? Are there squirrels? we <laughs> will <laughs> this guy have he's us out like here doing? Wild creatures, man. <laughs> yeah, He's, said, Oh, no, these jokers climb, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Way a swimming, and He's the baby seals around. I mean, Jeez, and well, before long, he'd shook a treetop and you know about fifteen foot out. You know, bailed out and no off it way. hit. And and they're they're not your average. I mean, they're smart. The intelligence. I mean, I've seen them. We were down in uh Kentucky there in Paducah, Kentucky, and uh and uh, I'd watched them. You know, dogs would get so far behind and they would jump up on a log and. You know, climb up five foot and run back and forth on that log, and jump off and jump on, and go over and hit a tree, and jump back up on a log, and clean its paws off. And I'm, like, I'm watching this thing. <laughs> <laughs> the intelligence of this thing is—it's incredible, you know. I—I I couldn't believe some of the stuff I'd watched them do. You know, they're—they're they're very tricky, smart. If you can't put pressure on them, they're—they're um, they're very smart rabbits, and, and 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 can be very difficult to run at times.
3: Are they more difficult, obviously more difficult than run?
1: I tell you what.
3: Did you run more and not kill kill them, or did you?
1: Well, at times, you know, we weren't able to run them, you know, up here. So the experience of those, you know, my buddy Brent Kearns had kept a few of my hounds down there. You know, he had run those dogs down there consistent on them. And then when I would go down with my dogs, it would take them. You know, two or three days to lock on to a rabbit. So, you know, the first two, three days was rough going. I mean, it it was hit and miss. Uh, But by that mm, fourth, fifth day, buddy, it was it was hard for those rabbits to shake those dogs because they had adjusted to the conditions and, and the. I would imagine I can't smell that well, but they smell, you know, slightly different. That they're to me once they had you know run for a few days and they got on those rabbits. To me, it seemed like they had a heavier scent because those dogs could drive them. And it was one of the very first swamp rabbits I run. I mean, it ran what, 1.1 mile or something crazy. Yeah, I right. Think.
2: It's, it's, uh, you thought that the, when I first went there, when the dogs got on it and they just like ran out of sight and out of hearing, and you're like, they're on a deer. Oh, hey, yeah, no, straight no.
1: line. They're on a deer. Well, I mean, it, Garmin <laughs> said 1.1. <laughs> I mean, it was, and then, you know, we're sitting there talking. them. I'm getting nervous, you know. Oh, it's, it's a joker. It's a swamper, you know. <laughs> now, do they do the same thing?
0: Like, I mean, I'm not it's very familiar. Cir- with, they do circles, yes, yeah. They will just big circles, bigger circles, yeah. But in why cities, smaller than that.
2: Usually, when like up here, if dog hits a track and goes straight and that far, you're like, it's on a deer. Man, yeah. It's a <laughs> game, yeah.
1: But <laughs> shocking, uh, start
3: shocking. You start, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's, I mean, that very first swamper, we we. We had jumped. I mean, like I said, it went that far out. And and he had mentioned, you know, you know he's coming back. He's coming back. And dog's are to hear him.
3: He <laughs> ain't <laughs> coming back. <you> know, <laughs> like, you know, hunt these things down, you know.
1: <laughs> and, well, before long, it, I'm, I can't tell you how much time had lapsed, but very faintly you could hear the dogs. And he assumes the shooting position. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking what's this guy doing <laughs> and he, I mean, he's ready to go <laughs> and I uh, Brent those dogs are just coming barely back to him so our joker's on top of him he's on top of him <laughs> No, there's No way, you know. And I'm thinking, no way. And of course, you know, dummy me, I don't, I don't, you know, resume shooting position. I mean, this guy in my mind at the time, he's a hooligan, you know, what is he doing? And it wasn't a minute or two past, and boom, he shoots and. I got that joke. Oh, you <laughs> sure it's the same one? mean dogs are still three quarters of them out. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I I was no, kind of taken go. back by it, but once he had he had done that, and then you know, of course, the water trick and the tree trick. I I kind of started you listening to the guy, start believing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. He he was an honest man, an honest <laughs> man.
0: Swamp Rabbit Whisper.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: many <laughs> things, but a liar. He's yeah, not. yeah. He was
1: not. No, no, he was.
2: Not. All right. There's one that. uh what about there's a few more different kind of rabbits. Uh, what about jack, jack, rabbit? well, jack, jack rabbits? Jack rabbits. Got,
1: I have not hunted jack rabbits or. They really fish have fish. antlers. I thought you no. did. Hunt no, fish. no. I fish. I had booked a hunt last year and canceled it. Me uh, man, Marvin. Swear to God, dude. Man, Marvin. <laughs> See, Marvin <laughs> Merritt, my partner, uh, the has now acquired all my dogs. God love him. Um, we had scheduled a hunt to go to Maine and. Uh, unfortunately i canceled
0: ah
2: well that's something on my bucket yeah. list i've shot some jackrabbits but not over hounds yeah i and, don't uh, i don't know
1: if really it's safe to, <laughs> to hunt those things with hounds down down there i mean everything it in Texas, there wants to kill you pretty much. I, I, I would, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, I the, all those plants
2: and stuff. There cactus, and yeah, there was, I, I, uh, Spanish swords. I mean, everything it would yeah. it would tear a dog out, I, I, I would wouldn't. imagine it'd probably be pretty dry and hot and and hard to form the run yeah, too.
1: Yeah, I have I have seen videos of gentlemen hunt. I mean, it can be done. It is done, but personally, I think I'd pass. We, uh, I Colo-
3: Colorado, we killed some. It wasn't too, too awfully bad.
1: What, ja- Prick- the jack- pr-
3: well, I could, yeah, see out prickly there. Prickly, Right, yeah. We just yeah. shot them with rifles. We didn't.
1: With, yeah, with dogs. no dogs, yeah. Yeah, anything with a dog, pretty much. Hound work for me is, is it's a go. Yeah. I, I haven't had the opportunity to, you know, do any mountain lion hunting or bear hunting or anything like that over hounds or hog hunting. That's something that's really on my list there is hog hunting. That's pretty high but, on my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just 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 the the idea of the catch dogs and you know they have to have heart grit yeah, determination. I mean, yeah, sure, you're, you're down to life and death there, even with bears. So, For sure. Yeah, I mean, I've learned lots of stories. Of yeah.
2: Bear dogs getting killed. Oh and, yeah.
1: Yeah. You. you I mean, there. There. You're. You're. You're looking at quality hound there, but you obviously have to look at quantity because you're you're going to be losing some yeah, dogs
2: right. along the way. A rabbit's not going to turn around and start <laughs> no. killing your dogs. Well, <laughs> I don't know some,
1: some of those swamp rabbits. but Kind of I wonder sometimes. Yeah. I, and that was something I had brought up to Brent. Man, these things ain't going to turn around and whoop my dog, are they? <laughs> hey, nah, it'd be all
0: right. Yeah. Those dogs that hunt bear, man, that that whole scene's intense. Yes, like very. Seen, uh, videos of like the dogs mm-hmm. were, and the bear just rolling down the hills and yeah just destroying everything on the way down Mm -hmm.
1: did i answer your question what
0: was
2: all the different 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 types of rabbits yeah that was that was yeah i've only hunted a
1: few a few species not not uh, everything on my bucket list but i I don't i don't think uh i have any interest to probably hunt any jackrabbits with dogs unless the terrain's probably right but snowshoe hare is something that i wish i would have yeah, um, like
3: that was that. that's in Maine, you say?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, there's different, Michigan too. Yeah, yeah, you say, yeah, right? Upper Peninsula, Michigan, and and Maine, and yeah, up, up states Anyway, snow, snowy, hard snow conditions. So.
2: Um, our last episode, Tyler, you had mentioned about a guy uh, that oh, had yeah. a dog story. I guess and you said you wanted to tell. Well, it episode. wasn't really. It was just a,
0: his kind of story, letting us. it was just pretty long. Um. But I just want to give him a shout out. Um, gotcha. Even uh, Pete Boston, uh, he said he bought one of uh, one of you guys' pups once. Um, f- I, I, he said something about Roxy. Hadn't have a dog named Roxy has puppies. He bought one. Uh, it's the best hunting dogs I've ever had, and uh, he consulted with you on training and stuff like that. He's come down to Bullseye Island a couple times. It's
3: because it's out of my dog. That's what <laughs> my <laughs> dog. I didn't know if it was your dog. Roxy. I didn't. I
0: wasn't sure, but. Uh, he said his, uh, I forget what he called it, Hank maybe. Um, he named it Hank and it was, it was one of the best. He just had a, he's got that dog that he's been hunting and uh, he just had his firstborn son. So congratulations there, Pete. Yeah. Uh, thank you for writing in. I really appreciate it. Um, You said a couple things when you were telling these stories and by the way, they weren't lying when they said you're one of the best storytellers. Oh. <laughs> you, know. you were telling a story about uh Rich Brandon, you're burying your dog, and I'm I'm just over here
1: I need a tissue and my food like pumps and stuff. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, man. Well, Tucker <laughs> <laughs> had mentioned last week that he was you to know, asking ask me to be here. And I'd asked him, Well, what's some of the things you might ask? You know, it's gonna be a hunting story or something. And I i I said, Oh man, a hunting story and I, I started to tell it. Tommy laughed at me <laughs> hysterically. Huh? well, how am I going to tell this story? Why well, the first thing that came to my mind was, oh, this hunting story. You know, me and a buddy, Robbie, we run the hair off a rabbit, <laughs> <laughs> and that's no,
3: and that's he no lost lie. Me. He lost me at that right there. I just, I just lost it. Like, can you imagine starting a story out like that? You, you uh, run, um, the off a rabbit. Run, run the hair. We run the hair off yes. a rabbit. You know, and, and
1: I've heard. Uh, down there in in Monticello, Mississippi, you know that guy had made the expression oh, we'll "run a hair off of that joker." Well, I tell you what, I've done it, and and it. And you laugh. Go ahead and laugh. <laughs> Get your time in. Go ahead and laugh. It's okay.
3: I I, <laughs> did, I, I live with it. We're talking about it, uh, how he ran the hair off. I actually we, saw a picture. Beyond okay, uh, oh, not, thank you did see thank a picture. You. I did. No, <laughs> I need to see a picture. I didn't know that you would see yeah. <laughs> had seen the picture. I see the picture. Hey, <laughs> I need to see a picture, or it didn't happen. Uh, it, I tell uh, you, it, it happened. You go ahead and send that it, picture it, to it, me. Uh, <laughs> it happened, and I'm and I'm happy now.
1: And Tyson had just walked away. If um, get, for your listeners, right? And, and yeah. he's back. He didn't. He wasn't here for the beginning of the story. And, and miraculously, he backed it up. Um, we were. <laughs> do you want to hear the story or not?
3: Go right I, I, I can't. Now I'm going to stop the chuckling along the way, but go right ahead. So.
1: Me and a buddy, Robbie Kordiak, uh, were hunting out at Jockey Hollow, public hunting. Um, it, it's not it's not the easiest hunting uh, for public. Um, there's different reasons why. But the uh, on this occasion, uh, we had had, I can remember one dog distinctly that really shined this day, and we called him Trigger. He was out of my dusty dog in a reference, Kentucky Mountain Springbok, female. And we had watched this dog jump this rabbit within within 10 yards of us five yards probably and so physically seen the rabbit we, yes up. we had got a very good look at this rabbit he was in a squat when the dog jumped him and they had taken it like 432 yards out on a the garmin they hit on a hillside it was thick and cover and they had circled that rabbit twice in there and time had passed and we were getting anxious and as a rabbit hunter experienced rabbit hunter we realized this rabbit wasn't coming back that he was going to sit down there and circle in this area so we had determined that we were going to go down there and we were gonna we were gonna shoot this rabbit and it had circled probably a third time before we had even gotten there and I want to say on a fourth or so circle this rabbit come out and we had both got a glimpse of it but we couldn't get a shot. And it darted back off into the thick stuff, and Robbie had said that rabbit looked kind of funny and i said well, I, I I agree you know something didn't look right, you know, not physically how it moved, but its color, and they had run this thing nearly check free i mean it was as if they were looking at this rabbit for a an hour i mean it was a it was a good day for the dogs and uh, that rabbit ended up coming out and Robbie shot it. And of course, you know, he double fisted. Yes. Body. <laughs> it probably just gave I up mean, at that it, point. It's <laughs> it just like mean, me out of my misery. It, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was a long, long, hard, check-free chase. I mean there was there was there was checks, but not not, not long extended breakdowns where that rabbit was getting a, you know, a good break. And we had walked up to that rabbit and it was in in the open high grass and we both walked up to it. At the same time, and we looked down and he looked up at me and he said, "Hell, it. we run the hair off that joker, <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. On both sides of this rabbits on this rabbit, from its flanks to its front flanks to its rear hang- flanks, it had the undercoat, light gray hair. Its sides were nearly bald. <laughs> We literally run of the hair off of that Joker, but we got it. And that and and you know we use that expression I, yeah I probably, while we're out there <laughs> hey, we'll run the hair off his yeah well, that, that expression has
2: been around long before that yeah you know, right. before you shot that I right. think I found a title
0: this episode <laughs> run
2: the run hair, hair off, the hair off I'm joke. glad that you I did see a picture I wouldn't picture. believe it
1: yes and and that's what we said nobody's going to believe this we <laughs> well, better I'm take I I don't believe we better take a picture and I'm glad that you've seen a picture it's a true story there there's a lot of stories but that that's true uh, we run the hair off a rabbit.
2: i liked uh back in high school when there was a group of us that would get uh get together and go run dogs and stuff and we'd just bash each other's dogs <laughs> the whole time and they'd be like, oh, it'd be like oh my dog's gonna jump the you know the next rabbit or whatever and the other guy'd be like that dog couldn't jump a frog i don't know <laughs> what you're talking
1: about <laughs> oh no, goodness uh, yeah, it's all in fun. I mean, it, it's all in fun. You, you gotta have a good time while you're doing it.
3: We do the same thing at Bullseye.
1: No, oh, I'm sure it goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing. It's the camaraderie of it. You, you, it's everywhere.
3: <laughs> of course.
1: the misses and all that stuff. You, you gotta make fun of them <laughs> for that. Oh for sure I mean, yeah right more so than the, hey that was a good shot you, know?
3: <laughs> you don't ever tell him no, oh shot. no
1: never no <laughs> it could be a skybuster eh <laughs> thing, thing falls out a hundred yards up and eh? you know? lucky <laughs> missed one at ten <laughs> yards yeah, every year. blind squirrel finds another <laughs> yeah, right, right, now, right, right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have another good story that uh when I was younger and they were we were all spread out along a hill we couldn't really see each other we we're spread out so far and a rabbit was running up up the hill, and, and you know the dog's going. You know they're taking it out and bringing it back, and we hear bang. And uh, my dad yells down to to Elliot, said, uh, "Well, did you get it?" And Elliot goes, "You heard me shoot, didn't you?" <laughs>
1: That's happened on more than one occasion, I'm sure. <laughs> oh
2: man <laughs> yeah.
0: yep well you got any other questions over there no I'm out of questions I'm out I didn't, I didn't start I didn't have any to begin with <laughs> <laughs> I was just going with the flow you're
3: well, long for the ride huh
0: yeah
2: uh, well we're kind of running out of time
0: yeah so. we're getting down to the, the nitty gritty here um, like I said one of the best storytellers i ever heard <laughs> to be honest with you <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember which button I it think, is. think it's this one yeah. oh oh nope
3: oh <laughs> bravo, bravo.
2: there we go you have to edit out that no other we didn't edit nothing
0: <laughs> Tucker was pressing buttons <laughs> but anyway guys uh, so we really wanted to do a, a good Houndsman episode and uh, focus on I didn't even know we are focused on rabbit hunt when we started here so kind of a good surprise to me um, so yeah if you want to hear more episodes like this let
2: us know and uh you know let us know if you liked it or share some of your stories on our facebook or dog stories or
0: as always uh, our facebook is uh triple t outdoors podcast um instagram is the same uh our triple t outdoors podcast and our email is uh, outdoorsttt@gmail.com um maybe twitter coming here soon i'm not sure about that we'll see um you guys have anything, anything else to add, to this?
3: Be a friend, tell a friend, right? Yeah.
0: Uh, as the words of the great Pat McAfee. Be a friend, tell a friend. Man, I love that guy. I just <laughs> I watched wrestling for the first time in I don't know 20 years because he was on there the other night. But yeah, uh I guess that's it, boys. Yep. Thanks, Elliot, for yep. coming on. Thanks for having me. Enjoyed it.